Hello, my name is Tracy and welcome to the first edition of 2021 of Tracy Takes On, the show that talks about all things politics. I am here with my panelist, guest Charles. He's here and I'll let him talk here in just a moment. Um, we're joining you after I think a two week break that we took. Um, so glad to be back and we're gonna hop into it. And um, like I said, we discussed this off air. It's been a tumultuous two weeks to say the least. Um, I'll start off with the um, protests, or no, let me take that back, the terrorism attack that recently happened on January the 6th. Um, give me your thoughts about it and I'll kind of talk about what I'm thinking here in just a second. Well, uh, I'm not surprised, you know. It's like I tune in every day to just see what Trump is going to do. Because I know, you know, when you think he's done, gone as low as he can, he'll find a way to go even lower. And I saw him giving that speech to his followers. Uh, on that morning, and I guess I really didn't expect him to do anything like what they did, but you know, I mean, he really incited a riot. I mean, he he, he said he was going to be right there with him, but he was nowhere to be found. You know, he said, "I'm going to be go right there to the Capitol with him." I I, I knew that was a lie, and. And, and he knows what was going on, what was happening, but he didn't do anything to, uh, to stop it. And, you know, all the stuff is coming out now where he was uh, delightful what they were doing. So he really didn't want to stop them. He didn't even call to check on his vice president. Uh, the National Guard, you know, was confusion about getting the National Guard there. There were warnings even before that, but, you know, they were ignored. And now everybody's trying to uh, duck for cover and say, well, it wasn't their fault. Uh, if, if that had been black people attacking the Capitol like that, they would, it would have been a bunch of dead black people. Okay, that, that's, that's just my opinion, but um, they weren't even ready. They even let them in, taking selfies with them. And then I wasn't surprised when, you know, well, I saw him with a, 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 a what, a battering ram? And they were trying to bust in with a battering ram, you know, and I'm thinking, gee, is this the Middle Ages uh, trying to break into somebody's castle, you know, even after uh, uh, 
Giuliani had called for trial by combat. I'm thinking they're crazy, you know, watch them uh, snatch a policeman out of there and just beat him, probably beat him sensibly. Uh, that wasn't the policeman that was killed, but yeah, they brought they they beat a policeman outside, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, this is crazy. I wasn't surprised somebody got shot, but now that it's over, you know, you still got people that are, I guess, they want to cling to their power by any means necessary, and they aren't condemning what happened. Uh, it's like they're still supporting Trump. And, but, you know, Trump is, they're trying to remove, the Democrats are trying to remove him. I don't think it's gonna happen, but still, if he did something else, and the House didn't hadn't impeached him for this insurrection, that uh, it would be on them. So at least the House can say, well, we did what we were supposed to do. You know, now it's up to the Senate. Uh, the Senate won't even be back in session until the 19th of January, unless they all came back voted unanimously to all come back. Well, I don't think they're gonna do that since you still got people uh, supporting Trump, still got senators in there supporting him. So, but it, 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 it doesn't surprise me, you know, it's just, it's drama. You know, I, I'm probably gonna miss all this drama when uh, he's out of office. I won't. <laughs> I just, I can't even watch my recorded programs in the evening because I'm stuck on on watching, you know, what what he's doing and what people are allowing him to do. I think right now he's a political prisoner in the White House and they're not letting him do anything until they figure out how to to resolve this. I'm my opinion that he's going to resign within a week. Uh, I think he's just probably tried to get the best uh, deal he can when he does resign. But he's you haven't seen him since uh, since the January 6th, except probably in a video or something. Uh, only thing I've heard he's doing is he's passing out these medals of freedom. He just, uh, he's supposed to have a ceremony for Bill Belichick on Thursday. I don't know if Bill Belichick is, is, is going. I haven't heard his response, but I know him and Trump were friends. But, you know, after this, you know, I don't think somebody, Somebody might still be my friend if they did something like this, but you know I can't support what uh, what he's done. That's that's crazy. Yep. So and then he's supposed to go to Texas to check on his wall 
why why he needs to do that i don't understand you know it's not like you're gonna be around to see it finished so but other than that you know i he's not doing anything you haven't heard he's doing anything it, it, it's kind of worrisome the 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 quietness and i think that uh I really believe that Pence is running things now. And Pence is probably and probably talking to the cabinet to see if they can invoke the 25th uh, Amendment, you know. But uh, I don't think it's going to be a Trump in 2024. <laughs> I, I, said that, I said that before this, but I really don't think it's going to be a Trump in 2024 now. Yeah, you're mild on your thoughts. I have so many thoughts about this. First thought is, I know this is going to be unpopular to my audience, but some of those police officers had to be in on this. They had too easy of access to the point of, you mentioned it, where they were, some of the police officers were taking selfies with the terrorists, and that's what they are, they're terrorists. Some of the police officers let them in, like, Remove the barricade so that they could get in. They helped one woman down. And I'm not saying all the police officers, because not all of them, but some of them were in on that. And that's because they support Trump. Second thing is the way that the mob turned against Trump is really, that's really what was really surprising to me. I wasn't surprised that they did the um, act and the way that they did, I figured they were gonna destroy something. I didn't think to this degree, but I thought somebody's gonna destroy something. But the way that they turned on Trump and the way that um, the police confirmed that they were actually going after Pence to execute him because he didn't do, um, he didn't refuse to do as Trump wanted. I was like, these people have serious mental issues that need to be checked. You had, of course you saw it and we all saw it, where they were running through the house with no mask. So that's a super spreader event. We know what you look like. So all people have to do is to go to social media and say, oh, well that's Bob right there. You didn't have any type of, um, any, well, they obviously had a plan, but they didn't have any sense of, it's like they wanted to get caught. If they didn't want to be caught, these are about the stupidest protesters I have ever seen because like I said, they didn't wear any mask. They went through, they, some of them went Facebook live with their acts of terrorism. So I'm like, oh yeah, y'all really want to get caught in these streets. Um, again, the fact that they ended up going after Pence to execute him, Nancy Pelosi. It's like they somebody gave them the chain of command. They was like, okay, we're gonna get this person, this person, this person. And then they turned on Trump when Trump tried to walk back his, I told them to do this statement. And they're like, no, he's a traitor. I'm like, okay, th this is out of hand. And of course we now have, um, let's see, Trump is being on Twitter, Pinterest, TikTok, um, Facebook, Facebook, Google search, 
And now that alternative um, social media platform, Parler, it's been taken down. So there, it's pretty, um, it's pretty much a gone for conclusion that they're going to go out of business. I just think the fallout for this is just, I hope that they have enough security on the 20th. Um, Not the, just the 20th, it's a, it's a armed protest uh, scheduled for the 16th at all the capitals in the United States. Um, what's, what protest is that? The armed, he's this, probably the same kind that, that happened on the 6th, you know, I, I, I'm sure that, well, knowing this, I'm sure all the states would be prepared for it this time. You would hope so because, I mean, the police, in terms of how the Capitol Police, that needs to be a whole separate investigation. Why? I mean, we all want, everybody was like, okay, they're going to do something. And the fact that they were just like, oh, where did this come from? We don't know. That, that definitely needs some sort of investigation because they definitely failed in terms of what they were supposed to do. But the whole fallout of this is just so complex. I don't know oh, if there was so much of a failure from breakdown that this was, to me, this whole thing was deliberate. Okay, you, 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 you even now have police departments checking to see if any of their policemen were at this uh, rally in the rally and what these rioters in the, in the, in the Capitol. And I guess they're going to start suspending them if, if that is the case. Um, you know, if the Capitol Police had treated these white people like they would have treated black people, this wouldn't have happened because they would have been they would have been ready for them like they were ready for them uh, during the summer when the when the BLM were having their protests. You know the the guard and stuff were all out there uh, protecting the Capitol at that, that time. So this, like I say, this wouldn't have happened. You wouldn't have got that close to the Capitol. You would have been dead. Yeah, and so, I can, oh, sorry, go ahead. So uh, now, you know, so now, you know, with what they know now and what the nation know, knows they know now, they'll have to be ready for these protesters in, in, uh, on the 16th. And if, the, you know, they need to start putting them in jail or, or, you know, if they have to, you know, again, somebody might come up dead. Like that lady, you know, she do, uh, they shot, but, uh, Hey, I, <laughs> like I say, it's all a drama. It's a drama each day. So, I mean, this is because all because of Trump. He can't take losing, so he plants those little seeds of doubts, says if he doesn't win, it's rigged. 
he's created this monster, which is what they are. They are monsters. And now they're out of control. And he's like, I didn't know they were going to do this. So apparently he's told some of his closest aides he expected, quote, a higher caliber of protest. What did he think? Like people were going to show up with crumpets and tea? Like, really? Really? You knew who you were talking to. You knew the audience you were talking to. But it's now he can't even control the monster that he created. Part of me thinks that's just what you get. But unfortunately, I don't want to see anybody, no matter even if they are a Trump supporter, that to happen. Because it shouldn't. They, If they had just legitimately got like a permit to protest okay that's fine go protest but this this is just you know people sell it as an attack on democracy which it is but to me it's more of white imperialism versus white nationalism them fighting it out and that's what i really think this is because you have a group of people who think we own everything this country's ours fighting the government who well we already know what the government did we don't have to go through that so i i think there's so many layers in this whole thing that we have to really sit back and examine it's like why did we let such well why did we even elect trump in the first place but what is it with these people that his message it just, it's like they cling to it. And I don't, I, I don't have an answer for that. I just really don't. Well, like I said, it's, it's uh, people believe that they're losing their, their grip or their power on the United States and they're starting to freak out, okay? And it just don't take, I guess it doesn't take much. When he tells them, you know, the only way we're going to, keep our country is to fight you know and damn it that's what they didn't do you, you or that's that's what they did they went down there and started uh fighting you know and then the fact that nobody was arrested in the in the while, while this was going on in the Capitol. nobody you know well, and i think about you know you know reverend warnock I think it was 2016. Yep, he was arrested he was for praying. Arrested for praying. Yeah, for praying in the in the Capitol in the rotunda, you know. And hey, ain't it great now? Now he's back again. <laughs> and ain't nothing they can do. Okay, I'm you know, I'm back. All right. Yeah, and that was probably the bright spot of January the sixth when uh when we found out that uh osloff had also won his seat yep you just wrenched right into the next topic you just got right into it <laughs> because this the thanks to these and i'm gonna call them this i don't care if people don't like it these knuckle-headed fools that went around protesting we totally lost that a state that had been traditionally red now has two Democratic senators and voted for a Democrat as president. We completely, I mean, we should be taught, that's what we should be talking about, but we can't talk about it because knucklehead classes are deciding to go down to Washington, D.C. and protest like little idiots that they are. 
Yeah, what, what you do is, okay, you lost the election, just like every election, that if your candidate lost, then, then you go back and work on the next election. You know, you, but you know, you just gonna overturn the, or try, attempt to overturn the election and democracy would be gone if they, they did that. I, I didn't believe that they would overturn the election because that's, that's one of our freedoms to vote. You know, that, that comes with democracy. Vote for uh, who you want to represent you in this republic. And to vote for somebody in the, you know, the majority, and then all of a sudden the minority just say, well, we don't like this person and we're gonna overturn the election. You know, you're, that's a constitutional crisis, okay? We're, the, the states, you know, the states could start just breaking away from the, the federal government if they feel that uh, nothing's being served, like the cause, like the Civil War. And, and, you know, Trump even said that years ago that if he lost the election, it was going to be a civil war. So, you say we, we got to wait. And, and then, even after the transfer of power, are these knuckleheads still going to be out there acting stupid? Yes. They are going to completely continue to act stupid. Well, you know, you then you have to figure out how you're going to respond to this. You know, if, if you want to hold things together, it's then, you know, you have to do some unpopular things. It's not about the uh, man in the office. It's about the presidency period, not the man. It's about the, the office itself and who occupies that office and the person that occupies that office is the one that received the most votes. And exactly, and this is what I think that his supporters need to realize. We didn't want him. If we wanted him to be president, we would have voted for him. And they need to ask themselves seriously, why is it? Now they can go to the whole thing of the media is portraying him to be what he is, but if they thought about it, nobody told Trump to come out and say, oh, if I don't win the election, it's not valid. He said that on his own with no prompting. On his own, he said that Mexicans are rapists and murderers. On his own, he did the Islamic ban. He's been allowed to do this because his, his supporters and the Republican Party just seem to be, they just seem to be okay. And as long as they're in power, they were fine with that, but now that they're not going to be in power, I think that's when, you know, our FBI and um, law enforcement really need to be start watching groups like Parler and Facebook posts because I think they're going to be worse because now they are out of power. So now they're going to be like, okay, we got to get this power back. That's what I think. Well, they, they do it after the the four years okay after the four years are up and, and then with the congress they do it 
in ten in two years. So you know all this can change at at the end of that time, but you know you just don't overturn that right now just because you don't like the the results. I mean, yeah, you're right. Trump Trump said the election was a fraud before the election even happened. Yeah, he said that way unless, back. Unless he, won, unless he won. If he won, it was it was a legitimate election. So he's just, he's attacking and uh, uh, the fabric, I guess, of democracy when he's, he's saying over and over that this election is a fraud, so people start believing that lie if he keeps saying it, it over and over. I mean, you hear them out there when they're interviewed that uh, the stuff that they're saying, you know, that the election was stolen. Well, it, it, it wasn't stolen. I think the problem is that uh, you don't appreciate too many Black people voting because that's who, uh, at the end, that's who put him in office. But Trump, surprisingly, he got more Black support this time than he did. I mean, it wasn't that much, but he got he got his Black support increase from 2020, from 2016, which I thought, wait a minute. So you're telling me more Black people voted for him the second time and they saw what he could do? Oh, okay. Well, think that's a whole lot of well I'll, I'll 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 abstain from saying what i actually think and i'll go solo on that one but i think that's a whole separate thing but um we gotta move on to our second issue of the night the georgia elections finally kelly lofner is out of office thank you georgia thank you georgia thank you georgia her could not I don't know much about Purdue, but I knew about her because she had the whole controversy. She owns a WNBA team. For some reason, it's still allowed to be an owner um, and has said some ridiculous things about the BLM protests and how they were terrorists, but it was okay for whites to, well, you know what she did and you all know what she did in the audience. So I won't go over that. Um, Talk um, about what you thought about the Georgia elections. Well, they to me they were both caught uh, doing something crooked or or at the least very questionable with the uh, with the stock market when uh, when the COVID uh, crisis first started and. They had inside information that the stock market was going to drop, and they went out and sold all their, uh, or or not all, but a bunch of their stocks, and uh, saved a lot of money. You know, didn't lose money, and both her and Purdue. So, and 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 they were called out on that. Uh, it's just that, you know, I think people were tired of Trump, you know, and well, I guess you have to look at the, the demographics of Georgia are changing. 
it's a lot of people moving to Georgia now. And just like it's a lot of people moved to Arizona and Arizona changed. When I first got here in 2014, this was predominantly a red state, but it started gradually changing till now 2020, well, it's it's purple, you know. Uh, we, we have both senators and Democrats. I guess we need to get rid of the governor. Uh, so, so like I say, things things have changed. You know, you when you have people moving in, they're bringing new ideas with them, or younger people are starting to vote now. Uh, you know, all the the eighteen year olds, and to me, the the hero of the whole thing was Stacey Abrams. You know, because she was the one that got out there in 2016 and, st and started uh, uh, get out the vote. And look what happened. I mean, it really paid off uh, for both the, the presidential election and then in this runoff. You know, I, I was hoping and logic told me that they should win both these seats. But sometimes, you know, people vote against logic. I mean, it seems if, if you aren't rich and a, a white male and you vote Republican, then something's, you know, you're voting against your own interests. Something, something's wrong with you. <laughs> so, but, you know, I'm happy the way things uh, turned out now we have to see what the Democrats are going to do. Now you're you're in power. Uh, what's next? That's that's yeah. the way I feel. That was my thoughts. First thought is I am so glad that Mitch McConnell will not be the Speaker of the Senate. That I don't care who it was. They could have ran Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck. As long as he's not in power, I'm fine. That's it. Now, of course, I, I I didn't call this race right. I had Warnock winning, but Alsop losing because I kept reading polls saying that Purdue was ahead. I'm like, okay, so he'll probably win. It'll be 49-51 for the, for the Republicans and nothing had really changed. Well, now, of course, I was wrong and I'm glad I was wrong for everybody out there. I'm glad I was wrong. Um, I'm pretty sure Chuck Schumer is going to be the Senate Majority Leader now. Um, and I don't know who else is going to be up in there, but just the fact that he's not in control of the Senate anymore makes me feel so much better. Um, the only cautionary note is that a sidestep to this that happened is our favorite West Virginian Senator um, Joe Manchin has decided to come out against the $2,000 stimulus, questioning whether um, it's going to do any good. So now the Democrats. Let's, you know, now that I hear this, was he against this before? He's always, to me now, this is what I think about Joe Manchin. I think he might as well be a Republican because he's, he voted with Trump about 
60 to 70 percent of the time he voted with Trump. I'm like, why are you even a Democrat? He was for no, he was against the six hundred dollar stimulus. So I think his consistent stance. But West Virginia is one of the poorest states in the United States. Yeah. not number one, it's number two. It's like top three of the poorest states. And he consistently has, I think he's always been against the stimulus in general. But my point, I think my point is larger is, first of all, primary him because he got to go. But I don't know if he's doing this for like to get something, but um I think Democrats are going to have to front either get some Republicans like a Susan Collins, um, a Mitt Romney to get on their side because Joe Manchin, he's just, to me, he's just a Republican. He, I mean, he votes with Trump so much and the way he talks about things, I'm like, dude, you are not a Democrat. But um, I think that's the thing that the Democrats have to worry about, especially in the Senate where you got that Everybody's assuming, oh, they're all going to fall in line. I'm like, no, not necessarily, because you got that one Democratic Democrat that's going to act a plum near fool. So either you're going to have to still caucus with some of the Republicans that have some sense, or and at the same time figure out how, when his time comes up to be reelected, to get somebody to primary him to get him out, because I. He just got reelected too, so he's there for another six years. Um, like I said, I I just I don't think it's gonna work out as easily as everybody says. Everybody's like, oh, they're all gonna go. No, because you still got your jail mansions that are gonna do things that are um, contra- contradictory. So hopefully they can do it that way. Um, like well, I said, even even if they give out that two thousand dollars, that that still isn't enough, okay? They, I mean, look at the long lines at the food banks, all the people who- Oh, well, I agree with you that the 2000 isn't enough, but if you have a Democratic Senator, let's just say it comes down to party lines and he says, no, you know what? I'm not gonna vote for that stimulus. That whole $2,000 just went out the window. Well, not necessarily, because I'm sure that uh, there will be some Republicans that vote for That's what I was, that's my whole point. They're going to have to get some Republicans because Manchin is a lost, he a lost cause. I mean, they're never going to get him. He's, I don't think, I think the only thing, I mean, he was like that when Obama was in office. He voted against the Affordable Care Act. He voted against all of Obama's appointments. How he calls himself a Democrat, I'm still like, okay, I don't get it. He, it's, wow, this is, it's still bad, okay? And it's, and it's getting worse. It's not getting better yet. And at some point, uh, they're going to realize this, you know, I mean, they're going to start feeling symptoms of it where people are out there stealing or or doing what they have to do to survive. Exactly. And, and then, but then it's gonna cost you more, it costs you more when you do something on the back end than if you did it on the front end. Right. 
because you you let it you let all this damage accumulate and like i say it's just it's getting worse and worse i mean they gave uh a twelve hundred dollar stimulus nine months ago when was that that was back in was that March. april or may no it was March. i think i got my letter from from trump in may oh, but you i had got the i had got the uh twelve hundred dollars before i even got the letter from him that was you know he was late with the letter uh and so now here we are in in january uh god what do you you know and you the congress hasn't did anything for for uh for the public mm -mm. nope and now but now that the democrats are in charge let's see what they do or what they attempt to do because mitch mcconnell wouldn't even let it come up for a vote oh yeah sugar so, don't let it come up for a vote he's already said he would but all i'm saying is that the democrats are going to still have to because i think mansion is going to be a bigger problem than a wait lot of people think who who said that they were going to let it come up for a vote? Schumer, Chuck Schumer. Did. Chuck Schumer yeah, okay. he's the leader of the Senate now. Yeah, right, right. I know he's the leader of the Senate. Yeah. So um, okay. So let's 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 see what happens then because everybody, the Democrats were so gung ho about this when it couldn't happen. Now that it they have the power to make it happen, let's see if they make it happen. Or if they're gonna Bernie Sanders, he wants more. Yeah, he he wants said that's that's not enough to to get this economy going again. I think you're missing my larger point. Maybe I'm not making it as well as I should. I'm saying I agree with you, it's not enough. But if you have if you have 50 US senators that are all Democrat, but this one bamboozle headed knuckle fool decides, you know what? No. You're going to have to do two things. And I think you alluded to that. You're going to have to work with some Republicans that have some sense of sense, like your Mitt Romney's, your Susan Collins, your people from Alaska. I can't think of her name right now. And at the same time, because Manchin has always been this Republican leaning person, and that's probably based off the fact that he's from West Virginia. Um, at the same time, they're going to have to get somebody to primary him. So well, I don't know if they could do both. I believe that they will. They will uh, get support from across the aisle. I mean, just like they got support from across the aisle when they did finally vote on this uh, $600 stimulus. I just hope you know? it doesn't take as long. Well, I mean, it shouldn't take as long, I, but you know, they will, 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 will this is rich people sitting around trying to figure out what not to give to poor people. That's pretty much uh, what it is in a nutshell. So let's wondering, see. I'm wondering. You know, Biden to be gone is just as fast as he got in there if, uh, if he can't come through 
for the people who yeah. decided to get out there and and vote for him. And I wonder, was he talking about, and I'm pretty sure this, I don't think he was talking about a 2000 a month payment. I'm pretty sure he was talking about a one-time $2,000 payment. Well, yeah, that, that's, 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 that's his answer. I don't think Joe was talking about a monthly payment of $2,000. No, but it's going to have to, to happen uh, or... I don't know, you know, things are just gonna, like I say, start getting worse. I mean, how far is, okay, uh, how far is $2,000 gonna go? Not, far. Yeah, not far at all. So what happens after that when you have nothing, you know, uh, I mean, people are starting to become homeless. The eviction ban, I don't even think the eviction ban meant anything because I think people were still getting evicted anyway. Yep, I had a couple friends get evicted and had to sue. Yeah, and they, and they weren't supposed to be, uh, the federal government said you aren't supposed to evict people. You know, it's it's like they make laws and stuff and they don't enforce them, you know, and that's, that's, the, that's a real big problem. Uh, I understand this is white America and and you know you you treat these people like they're well they are citizens but you know you you treat them different than you treat black people who are also citizens so but and then you 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 have your your laws for black you have your laws for white you have your laws for rich uh it, it's not done e equal and i can say that that's a problem this the country is tearing itself from within it's just is like it's divided more and more and now you know we have to see if that division is going to close any in the next, uh, at least the next two years. Yeah, and, and, and that's another thing about the um, soon to be, how do you get impeached twice? I'm just saying, but, um, you know, there, every, ditto to everything you said. However, it makes me think about how I came around to universal based income because I used to be against it because I always thought, oh, if you give people income, they're not going to work. I don't know why I thought that audience, so don't hate me, but this is what I thought and how I, this pandemic made me realize, oh, money doesn't, like I should have known this before, but a $1,200 doesn't go anywhere. Even if you are working, there are working people that are struggling during this pandemic because their hours have been cut. Um, food costs are consistently going up. Um, gasoline has been pretty steady in terms of its price, but you realize what people have to, even when there wasn't a pandemic, people were still struggling by the skin of their teeth just to stay afloat, I, I would hope and I don't know how hopeful I'm at that this will happen, 
is that we will continue to examine a universal based income even after the pandemic because I think it's needed. One, because automation is taking away a lot of jobs. But second, rents are going up. If you don't own your home, which I don't, my rent's going to increase. Pretty sure that most people, their rent is going to increase. So I'm hopeful that con the Congress will look at that universal base income even past the pandemic. Now, how certain is that that's going to happen? Not likely. I don't think that this Congress has it in them to do it, but I'm hoping that I'm wrong. Well, you know, the first thing they should have done when they declared this pandemic uh, is that rent should have been frozen. Everything should have been frozen in place. Food should have been frozen. You know, you sell it at the same price and uh, until this thing is 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 over. The the problem is that there wasn't a national plan and and you know it still behooves me why there there isn't a national plan that uh all the states would have followed soon as this thing hit and maybe it wouldn't be as bad as it is you know i mean it's a few days last week it was up over four thousand people died in a day and now, you know, they don't even have, they running out of places uh, to put these people in, in uh, different states. Uh, the funeral homes are turning away people because they're filled, they're overwhelmed. You know, they don't have any uh, place to put these people. They don't know how long, uh, no guidelines on how long is this person who died of COVID, how long their, their body would be contagious. So they don't know how to, to handle that either. You know, uh, I, I'm sorry, I would, to me, I say cremate, you know, don't, don't try to bear it, just, just burn them. You know, I, I know that that sounds, uh, uh, that doesn't sound good, but mm -hmm. I mean, to me, when a person's dead, their spirit is, this is just a shell. This, this person ain't coming back. You know, the, the spirit has left this body. Uh, burn it, put it in the, the ashes, uh, back to the, to the universe, you know, cause fire, fire, uh, Purifies. Yeah, it's yeah, it sterilizes. So you know, and then that would be a way to 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 uh, to to get, I guess, to stop. You know, to and to resolve the the problem of it being so many people. You know, I don't know how families would feel about that. I know I'm sure that a lot of families are against uh, cremation and they'd rather have them buried, but you know, we, it, it's a problem, you know, I mean, 
a cemetery can only take, I guess, so many people. Yeah. And yeah. eventually it's going to get filled. So where, where are you going to put these bodies? And, you know, you might think that your loved one is a priority, you know, maybe in your life, but it's not a priority for the problem that's going on. You know, and you, so many of these deaths didn't even have to take place. Like you said, there was a lack of a, and you made me think about something else, but there was a lack of a national plan. And then I start seeing those long food lines and I'm like, well, what happens when they run out of food? People aren't donating to food banks like they used to because everybody is doing what I'm doing, is keeping their money to the best of their ability because we don't know what's gonna happen. I mean. Um, I know our local food banks have said they're down to their their bare bare minimum. So what's going to happen when the food runs out? What's going to happen? Um, you know, I would think I would hope that the new administration they said they're going to make this the kind of things that you're raising the kind of things I'm ra raising a priority. But why the Republican Party just didn't tell Trump, hey, you need a national plan. Although he should have yeah, this, this should have been in place even before Trump. This, the, you well, know, honestly, this should have been in place uh, or, or, or started worked on in 1918 when they had, had the, the pandemic there. And, and, and uh, no, was it 1819? Uh, but you do realize that the Obama administration left Trump a guidebook on how to deal with pandemics, and Trump just disregarded the whole thing. But it wasn't a national plan, you know. You, well, I don't you know what was in the plan, I have no every, idea. No, it wasn't. Everybody has to be on board. Okay, everybody, each state. So it has to be meeting from the top all the way down to the bottom and saying, this is what we do if we have a if we have a pandemic. This is how things will be done. This, you know, and 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 you have to have law enforcement to make sure that those things are enforced. You know, just uh, uh, you know, you you have to deal with the problem, or so, you can better deal with the problem than you are. You're just dealing with the the symptoms out here, and you had just everybody in the states, each state, or even within the states, everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody has their own idea of how things should be run. Okay, we can open up the economy. We can open up the schools because the the numbers are below a certain percentage. And then as soon as they open it up, bam, the numbers go back up again. You know, it, like I say, if I was in another country, a leader of another country, I would tell, I would close my borders to Americans. <laughs> say you would not come to my country and and uh, possibly cause a, a surge or increase, you know, what we're trying to fight here, you know, with people doing the, doing the right thing. You have to pay, you, you should be 
giving assistance, you should at least give assistance for a month and tell everybody that you don't need to go out and do anything and just quarantine until we can figure this thing out. Like you know? Germany's doing where they're giving their citizens money not to work. Okay. Well, it, it, not to work, but, you know, to close. Yeah, they closed their bars, they've closed their restaurants, they've closed their museums, and they're giving their citizens money not to work. Okay, and those things need to be closed here. Those aren't a necessity. Those are just something people want to do. Uh, you do. You know, restaurants. You're huh? with a country that, that clings to its independence. What other countries are doing, Americans won't do. Which, what you're saying, and, it and that's why they're leading in the world for the COVID uh, uh, catching the disease and dying Probably. from the disease. I absolutely agree with you, but you have so many Americans and not even Trump supporters. I'm talking about Democrats and Republicans that will say, oh, this virus, it's overblown. No, it's not. People are dying as this. But they still go to events like they did on the 6th with no mask on. They still hold parties for some unknown reason. They still will walk into a store with no mask. Why those stores don't say, no, you can't come in here without a mask, I don't know. Our stores here, you have to have a mask on. Our stores have the sign, but they will not kick somebody out if they don't have one. Well, you know, I mean, that's that's the police's job, okay? You know, you don't, what is the store worker making? You know, minimum wage? Probably. I'm not going to die over minimum wage because I figure if this person came in here without a mask, he's protesting and no telling what he's going to do because there's some crazy people out there. And I'm not going to die over, you know, uh, over this, over my job that yeah. I'm making minimum wage at. But if you could imagine, and this is where I'm trying, I guess I'm trying to get to. So if you could imagine Joe Biden saying something like, saying, you know what, we're going to have a, a three-month lockdown. Do you realize what the what the anti-masker movement would do? Well, I, 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 yeah, I can imagine what they're gonna do, but then you, you have to be ready to, to deal with what stress they're putting out. You have to put that stress back on those people. Okay, you know, you start filling up the jails with them. You know, if, if they if or start fining them, taking money out their pocket. Uh, you but know, heaven not, forbid, you know, you might have to start shooting some of the people, okay? You know, police don't have no problem shooting black people. So, you know, the, if you break in the law, then the law is supposed to respond. That's, if, if you make it law, then the, you have to have the teeth to back up that law. Oh, I agree. I'm just thinking, I'm like, how hard that would be to do. It, and I think it needs to be done. Do not get me wrong. I think there needs to be a no work. You don't go any place except for if you're a doctor, 
you work for the police department or the city or the state government. Those are the only people I want to see going to, to work. Everybody else, unless you're going to the grocery store and picking up your medicine, no. But then you have to have people working at the grocery store. store. Those yep, people, okay. And, and then everybody doesn't have a car. So, you know, some people got to catch the bus or, or catch a taxi or Uber to the store. So it's so many people that do have to work, but, you know, you make sure that, that uh, you follow social distancing. You know, if, if you, you, if you have to, to go outside, I'm like, put on a mask. Yeah, only time I'm outside without a mask is when I go out and do my walks in the morning. That's the only time I'm out. If I'm going somewhere, doctor appointment, if I'm going somewhere where I have to go inside a place, I have my mask. But I, I don't have my mask. But I, then I'm not interacting with anybody while I'm out there walking. I hope this stuff ain't in the air and I'm breathing it. It is an airborne disease, so you might want to put that mask on when you start walking. Nah, you know, that's that's just, uh, that's too much. Uh, so, I mean, I've done so good so far, you know, this yeah, is I think January I and I'm fine and I go out and do about five or six miles every morning, so. Yeah, but I... Good. Yeah, I, I just think these next couple of days, and I forgot all about the 16th um, in terms of what they're planning on doing, but I hope that the new administration enacts something. I know they talked about doing the 100 days where Joe Biden's going to ask people to wear a mask. I'm like, no, don't ask them. Tell them to wear a mask for the next well, 100 days. It's, it's, you have to call all your governors to the White House and everybody has to be unanimous on what we're going to do you know you just can't have people out there doing what they want to do but you and, and, that um you got the most most of their governors are republicans well still i mean you know you call them and say you know you you have to play politics the white house now they're gonna have to meet on zoom room or something they can't well, that, yeah, well, I mean, regardless of how you communicate with them, you have to get some kind of unanimous consensus on how we're going to attack this, you know, yeah. otherwise, everybody, I think, now is just relying on this vaccination, and they even screwing that up now, you know, I mean, there's people out here saying that they're in long lines waiting to get this vaccine and and how it's so hard to get and you know operation warp speed just turned into operation warp you know this whole whole distribution uh and administering it is just not living up to what it was supposed to how things were supposed to be done yeah, but apparently they've been, ever since Biden got elected, or let me backtrack, ever since they um, did the, um, what was the last state to declare not, I forgot, I guess it was Pennsylvania. Once it was realized that he won Pennsylvania and eventually was going to be president, they state that they've been working on the plan. I, 
I don't know if it necessarily needs to be a majority of states because I, I think some of these states like Texas and West Virginia and Kentucky governor, well, Kentucky maybe, um, but I know our governor mm -mm, that I'm counting him out. I'm counting him in the no to anything Biden says category. Um, well, to me, anybody who wants the vaccination should be able to get the vaccination. That, that's the way I feel. You know, me, I'm, I'm talking I'm about in terms of mandating, mandating people wear masks. Because now it's just all voluntary. Some states, in some cities, even here, only in Indianapolis and Gary do you have to wear a mask. You don't have to wear one if you're in Fort Wayne. You don't have to wear one if you're in Evansville. You don't have to wear one. I think you do have to wear one in Bloomington. There's, like you said, there's no, there's no one thing that notes all that. And then you're talking about if Biden meets with the governors, but he's also going to have to meet with the mayors because the mayors are the ones that really. Then, then the governors go back and and talk to the, the mayors. Oh, then it, it goes. It goes all the way down, and then everybody said what the what they're willing to do, and then you you form a plan by what everybody's willing to do. And like a hierarchical, he meets with the governors, then the governors meet with the mayors, and then the mayors meet with the okay, I got you. Okay, that's what you're talking about. And then come back up and say, okay, this is this is what everybody agrees to do, and then stick by it. Not not only that, you have to talk to your law enforcement because when you start making laws, you have to make sure they're going to enforce the law. If they're not going to enforce the law, then uh, then it was it it's it was worthless to make the law. You know, you got to put some teeth into the into any law that you enact and make sure that that law is going to be enforced. If it's not going to be enforced, then why even have the law? So that that's what I'm saying. And that should have been done. You know, every year, you know, yeah, these cities and states, they run their disaster preparedness drills. But it wasn't they they don't they don't run a uh, uh, for a pandemic, you know, maybe a disaster, but not not on the scale of a pandemic. Because if they had have been running it like that, then they would have been ready. They're, they're not ready. These hospitals here are almost filled to capacity. I don't know what it is in uh, Indiana where you're at, um, but you know, most of these, huh? It's about the same. Yeah, you know, and, and when you go to the hospital and you need to to be admitted and you find out you can't be admitted because it's full then 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 maybe you'll take it serious then i mean to me if any of these people who these insurrectionists who came down with the virus they shouldn't even be allowed to be in a hospital you know, you figure it out, you go home and figure it out, okay? Because you know, you were told that this virus is out there and you just chose to to do things the way you wanted to do. And 
I guess whatever happened to you, you deserve it. You know, you you brought it on yourself, so you deserve it. So, I mean, somebody who just happened to catch you. I mean, some people, I'm sure, social distance and and wear masks and still end up getting it and don't know how how they got it. Uh, you know, you you want to just come home to your family, and you might even think you're safe with your family, but you don't know where your family been all day while you out working. You don't need, you you're not even sure who they came in contact with. So yeah, or those people who you work with that came in contact with. They need some rapid testing, so people can do. You know, you should have to take this test before you start work and after you get off work you should have to take a, a test just to see if uh you know it a, a rapid a rapid uh what do you call it a rap i call it a rapid test that's what i call okay. it okay. well a rapid test yeah where you get the result rapid results you know that's that's what uh they that needs to be developed too absolutely but like i say i don't know about this 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 vaccine this vaccine you know i mean you got two two separate vaccines and i think it's up do to you, three do, do you need to get both the same the same uh vaccine or no one of them the difference is one of them has to be like at a sub-zero temperature well and i understand that 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 means that something is different. It's not that it needs to be stored that way. It's a different material, a different ingredient. And oh, it's different that way. I don't know what the difference is, but No, they, they won't tell what the difference is. So that's what my question is. If I got one vaccine, uh, do, does the second one need to, can the second one have to be the same vaccine or? Can it be a different vaccine? What happens when they run out of one vaccine and then the hospital gets in a vaccine from the other company? And, stuff? I, and I think, and, and I hope somebody in the audience, I mean, who's viewing Texas, I think one of the vaccines you only take one time. I'm pretty sure of it. I don't think both of them you take twice. One of them you take twice and the other one you take just once. I'm pretty sure of that one. Which one? I hadn't, I hadn't heard I don't that. know. I I hadn't heard that, but oh, but okay. So I think now I could be wrong. I'm gonna research that um, because I'm thinking one of them you take just one time, and then the other one you take within a period of like two or three weeks. You take one, and then you come back two weeks later, and then take the other one. Um, but we are out of time for this, so I'm going to ask you to pick your idiot of the week and tell me why it is you think that person is an idiot. Oh God, who was, who was my idiot of the week? First I wanted, one thing I want to say, my hero of the week was the police who led that, led that mob away from the chamber. The black police, the Capitol police who led the mob away from the chamber. That was my hero of the week. Okay, now my idiot of the week. Uh, I'd go. I two of them. Uh, Holly and Cruz. 
that even after this insurrection, they were still acting stupid. Okay, so those well, are my two idiots of the week. I don't have a hero of the week. I'm gonna do my idiot of the week, and this is to a group of people. To all of those terrorists that decided to show up on January the 6th and get people killed because the election did not go the way they wanted, you, sir, madams, and idiots are a bunch of wacko people who deserve to be in jail and arrested, and I hope social media finds you and finds out who you are going to a protest with no mask on. Like I said, either they wanted to get arrested and that's why they didn't, but these people who broke into the Capitol are truly my idiots of the week. And I wish I knew one of their names so I could just say that person, but I'm putting them all in the Barnett. same. Barnett is one. I forgot his, for his first name, but that was the one who was sitting at Nancy Pelosi. Yeah. 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 So they are arresting these people now. Uh, because they were stupid enough to go with undo mask on, no discussion, yeah. no anything. They're my they just made it easy to arrest people. So. so that's my choice for idiots of the week. I know it's not one, so audience don't be like, she pick more. No, they're they all grouped together. So I thank you, Charles, for coming in, and hopefully next week we'll have the rest of our panel back. But to my audience, we'll see you all next Friday. And remember to like, share, subscribe, comment, and support me on Patreon. Thank you all for tuning in and have a great evening.